0: Today on the podcast, we are going to share the best stories of 2019, the stories that most resonated with our viewers, subscribers, and listeners. So if you missed our best content for 2019, we are getting ready to share it with you. Joining me on the show today is former Head golf professional and our marketing producer for beach golf trips.com Nate Dewitt. Nate, you dug into the most engaging stories of 2019, and you have compiled
1: a list for our listeners. I'm excited about this. Yeah, it was a lot of digging. We did a lot. We had a lot of content this year on uh, on Myrtle Beach golf trips, which is kind of what we pride ourselves in: is letting people uh, know about Myrtle Beach mm-hmm. golf courses, reviews. So it's a lot of fun to take a look and see what um, resonates with our, with our uh, subscriber mm-hmm. and through social and through our email campaign. So, pretty exciting stuff.
0: Yeah, and we have to salute our two amazing writers, Chris King yeah. and Ian.
1: Without them, I tell you what, those guys. What's we are so fortunate because we've got two guys that know Myrtle Beach, mm-hmm. and they're they are excellent writers. Play golf. Uh, you know Chris King been around for a long time same with Ian and Ian does a lot of stuff with high school sports in the area so we couldn't have two better guys right. now a lot of Ian's content is featured on mbn.com so we do steal them on Myrtle Beach golf Trip some sometimes they do some pieces together you know we've started some really fun stuff this year where they debate things mm-hmm. so it's good it's good to uh it's good to get those guys together right. uh very very smart intelligent guys and um, they they both they they say this both bald mm-hmm. uh, both bald guys best looking <laughs> bald guys on the beach or so, I love that so but yeah so some really fun stuff so some really fun stuff.
0: Okay, so we're going to start with uh, number seven, which is uh, an article by Chris King that he put together. The start dates for Myrtle Beach's fifty nonstop flights in twenty. 20 unveiled this is really important information here um, listen because you can save a lot of money so Nate let's talk a little bit about that
1: yeah so we just put this out in November and it's amazing you know people that are not even golfers in our database clicked on this th- this article just because mm-hmm. of the fact obviously everybody wants to know uh, the flights coming to Myrtle Beach and there's quite a few if you look at the list uh, very good information here oh yeah um, you know and I was, I was telling you earlier I'm not a flyer and I went and picked my mom up at the airport and she hadn't been there in years. And what an amazing place they've turned the Myrtle Beach Airport into as far as accessibility in out. So it's a great experience to fly into Myrtle Beach now.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. I used to fly to Atlanta about once a month growing up uh, here in Myrtle Beach uh, to go visit family. And this is at a time when the airport, I remember walking onto the plane outside and just a little two-engine propeller plane that was just a little jump plane to get to Atlanta. And now we have this beautiful international airport. I mean, this is a lot of nonstop flights. You know, um, I'll mention a few. You have Allentown on the list. Pennsylvania. I have a ton of students uh, that are snowbirds that come down here and they, they are on this flight. Um, I know that there's like two months, I think, that this flight does not operate, but the start date in 2020 is going to be April 9th. That is a very popular flight. Um, obviously, New York City, Dallas, uh, Chicago, nonstop. That's great. And also Denver, Colorado my stomping grounds when i was Denver, yeah, yeah growing up so it's nice that we have a direct flight that's on spirit but this is a great list that chris has compiled here
1: yeah and it's um like i said you can go and all, everything we're going to talk about you can go to merlebeachgolftrips.com and go into the news section mm-hmm. and you can scroll down and see all the content this one like i said You'll scroll a little bit, not too far back, but we released it in November. So good work on Chris to put this together. Really good information for people coming to Myrtle Beach.
0: Absolutely. And again, this list that you have compiled, Nate, this is what we're getting the most clicks on. So this is for you guys. This is for our listeners. Um, if you want to know what people are reading on our sites, we're giving it to you right now. So let's go ahead and go to number six. Experts debate Myrtle Beach's most underrated courses. This is pretty good right here. Yeah, this
1: is pretty cool. Like I said, this is one of our debate series topics that we had Ian and Chris kind of uh, collaborate, collaborate on. Um, underrated, people like... People want to know what's underrated because right. we hear a lot about you know the TPCs, the Caledonias, um, those those golf courses. But Myrtle Beach has so many great golf courses that a lot of them don't even get talked don't get talked about right. a lot. We like to do that, so it's like here's a hidden gem. So uh-huh. we we try to reveal these hidden gems, um, and this one was very um, very popular. You know, Chris uh, talked about Arcadian Shores. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is,
0: which is newly renovated. Exactly.
1: Yep. So some really good golf courses. Um, you've got, uh, Presswick, which we'll talk about even in a little bit, which Mm -hmm. we found out a lot about Presswick this year, about what people really think about Presswick Country Club. It doesn't get talked about a lot. Right. A Pete
0: Dye design there, you can't beat that.
1: So those debate series are fun. They'll, you know, they, they take one side. Um, obviously, a writer has opinions on golf courses so we'll say okay match up these two golf courses and tell us what you think of why did you take this one over that one right so, and it's and it's tough but they've got they've got some good points and I think at the end of the articles they kinda come together and say yeah you know you're right so it makes <laughs> makes, 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 makes them think about it so. Oh,
0: absolutely and Burning Ridge is on that list and Wilbrook yeah some great courses so you gotta go check out that article that came out in May of 2019 alright we're gonna move to number five the five prettiest myrtle beach golf courses i love the way that sounds the prettiest golf courses in yeah and myrtle it's beach. amazing
1: it's it's like people want to know uh we actually wrote a uh article piece on scenic but it seemed like people like prettiest better yeah <laughs> you know it's kind of like uh so but yes yeah, and that's a it's a Obviously, a lot of stuff that we write about, it gets a lot of interaction on social. People mm-hmm. will say, you're crazy. That's This is this should be in the top five. But right. But it's amazing, though, at the same time, how many people agree with the list. And they say, oh, I forgot about that golf course. So mm-hmm. it actually, um, it's good conversation. It's good conversation. It is. I mean,
0: and I would not argue this one right here because you have Polly's Plantation on it, Tidewater Golf Club, River's Edge, Caledonia, Grand Dunes. I mean- if you if you yeah. were asking me personally, if I had to compile a list, I would actually probably choose all of these courses. So I mean, this is to, for me because it resonates so much with me, it's spot on. Yeah,
1: exactly. And and how can you say, you know, how could you actually say, well, no, I don't agree with that one. It you know, it's it's one of those situations where um I guess you could plug one or two in that you maybe don't see on the list, uh-huh. but it's like, yeah, that, that you're right about that. I mean, Tidewater, how can you argue with Tidewater or Pauley's right. So, What would be
0: your two prettiest holes that you would choose on this list?
1: I thought you were going to say that as far as a golf course goes, and I prettiest and underrated, I could put those two together like mm-hmm. Wilbrook. I think Wilbrook is one of the prettiest golf courses. It's underrated, mm-hmm. and I would say... Once you get out to holes number five and number six at Wilbrook, I'd Mm -hmm. say those two for sure. Um, Caledonia, I mean, wow. I mean, can you, every hole you could actually say Caledonia is the prettiest. So it's tough. So there's a lot of, um, you know, as far as different opinions, but there's no right or wrong answer for sure.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, there's so many directions you can go. For me, I would probably choose um, the par three, number 14 on Grand Dunes.
1: On, Inter, on, on the intercoastal way.
0: waterway yeah. um, just sitting on that high bluff it, it's just gorgeous I just there's something about that hole I mean yeah, I, I know tell you're everyone.
1: going to choose one at Polly's right of course number
0: yeah, what yeah. 13 the yeah. par 3 yep. yeah there you go. I mean right there on the marsh you can't beat that that is just like a photographer's dream so pretty is definitely that those two holes, holes that come to my and mind
1: seven see I think to me 17 is just as pretty as oh, 17 13. is yeah so going in a different back.
0: direction yep so yeah so pretty All right, so let's move to number four on the list, uh, Myrtle Beach Golf Professional Survey one through five. I know that you put a lot of effort into this, compiling this, Nate, so let's talk about that.
1: Yeah, this was a lot of fun. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, Chris and I were talking, it was an idea that Chris had started, um, we had started talking about earlier in the year. There's so many surveys, you know, Golf Digest, Golf Magazine, Mm -hmm. um, Golf Advisor, but we decided to ask the actual golf professionals in the area. Their top 20 Myrtle Beach golf courses. So, And who's who's a better authority than exactly. the Myrtle Beach golf professional? <laughs> and they had never been asked. I mean, it's like they'd never been asked. So, right. We kind of, we rolled those stories out throughout starting in the summertime. We rolled out, uh, obviously, six, 16 through 20. I'm probably not saying this right. 16 through 20, 11 mm-hmm. through 15, 6 through 10, 1 through 5. And obviously... The most engaging one. Everyone wanted to know the top five, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, we had a bunch of stories on that, the honorable mentions. So, um, and we actually did a podcast on this.
0: We did a podcast. My, yeah, like you, so
1: long ago. That's right. It?
0: You can go back and look at our list of shows and click on that. And uh, you're going to hear the entire list and and why golf professionals chose what they did. that was a really good show. We had a lot of listeners on that.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. we had uh, Jay Smith from Presswick, which... Um, Getting into Presswick Country Club, you talk about underrated. Presswick showed up on the list at number five. So they were on Mm -hmm. the list in the top five, which a lot of the Golf Digest and Golf Magazine surveys, Mm -hmm. it's not, they don't appear on the list. Right. But as far as golf professionals go, you know, they're in the top five. So um, to highlight the top five, we had um, obviously uh, number one, Dunes Club. Number two, Caledonia. Number three was Tidewater. Four was Grand Dunes Resort Club, mm-hmm. and number five was Presswood Country Club. I know yeah. you, we had fun talking about that. Yeah,
0: we did. That was a lot of that was a lot of fun to have uh, Jay Smith, yep. head golf professional, in here on that show. You got to go back and listen to that. Um, yeah, that that survey was fantastic. I can't wait to do that one again here in the next couple years. All right, let's uh, move up to number three: the five easiest Myrtle Beach golf courses according to the USGA. USGA. Yes. Shabam. <laughs> yeah, USGA. Everyone
1: likes to kind of.
0: It makes you, know, you squirm a little yeah, bit, doesn't so, it?
1: So this was this was this was pretty good on social because people, you know, kind of bang on the USGA. They're always doing
0: always that on Always social. are now.
1: Um, but this, you know, this was a Chris King piece that basically Chris just went and reviewed, you know, mm-hmm. course rating and slope, and went through and put what are the five easiest golf courses. People. Yeah. Like the list type articles where they're saying mm-hmm. what's the easiest, what's the hardest. Right. So. Um, yep.
0: Just little sound bites, and uh, this article right here. You know what? Like he says, it feels good to post a exactly. low score. You want to yep. go low? All right. Then listen to these courses. Let's let's tell our viewers a few of them.
1: So, we had starting obviously the well the easiest golf course I guess, and I'm very familiar with this golf course and i don't think it's the easiest Mm -hmm. i spent a lot of time at myrtle beach national but the west course at myrtle beach national which i've always because i used to play it from the back tees and it's a fairly long golf course but from the white tees it is just over 6100 yards Mm -hmm. but as far as the course rating and slope it was the easiest golf course um in Myrtle Beach, 69.5, 69.4 mm-hmm. rating and a 118 slope. And he looked at all of them from the white tees okay. or the forward tees. Well, I'm trying to get out of that. I know. It's like we to need say to that, yeah, we're trying
0: code. not to do the, the color, yeah. the color coding system, doing away with Come that. On, go
1: off. front, middle, back. Right. You know, and rate them for both men and women.
0: Absolutely. So,
1: yeah. so but. Yeah. All right. So,
0: and I see you have Meadowlands here, yeah. uh, number two.
1: Meadowlands uh, up in North Carolina was number two. And I didn't like. I agree with Chris. Didn't expect the witch to be on that. That damn the damn apples design. Mm-hmm. The witch is. Um, I wasn't expecting I didn't that expect either. It to be there, and then the wizard, and then Crown the Park. witch and the
0: wizard. there's yeah. a little magical there, number three yeah, and four. It is. Exactly. <laughs>
1: so, you know, you, you say. I guess people will will look at this and say, maybe they think the easiest golf course is the one they scored the best on. Right. That's what I look. That's at. right. Yeah. Like that's easy. Yeah, uh, yeah
0: whatever. Subconsciously, so. we're going to probably choose those courses. We're going to remember those rounds in our minds that, that we played so well on, even if they're more challenging. It's, we're going to remember that. Like for me, I'm thinking about Wilbrook. I every time I, I play, play Wilbrook, I just I always go low on that course. But it, it's but I do play the forward T's, and it's a very. Um, you know, women friendly course, mm-hmm. you know, it's a uh, golf digest has ranked it one of the most friendliest for women to play. So it's always yeah. So I think, so. you know, the, for, for women, the yardage on that is a little bit easier and that's probably why I go
1: low there. It, and I guess you can look at like, you can look at a golf course that you, that you like mm-hmm. makes it easier for you. It's it like does. It sets up for your game. Exactly. It, you hit the ball left to right and you've got dog legs left to right. It's going to work. It's going to work. Right. Right.
0: Yeah, that so. is true. But
1: All people right. like, like I said, we have the easiest. We actually did, early, we did earlier, I think it was the end of 2018, we did the most difficult, and people obviously click on that. Either they're clicking on to mm-hmm. it, either the good players clicking on to it because they're saying, I want a challenge. Exactly. Or the high handicappers clicking on It's like, i got to stay away from these exactly. golf courses. <laughs> so. But we try not to discourage anyone from not playing any golfers because mm-hmm. they're not on a list, um, because obviously with the set of tees that you play, the golf course can be if, if it's one of the most difficult you can find a right. set of tees and make it enjoyable for you
0: exactly so. and i guess and it depends on so many other variables too like you know are you playing with a group of people are you playing a particular game you know are you just is this, this personal stroke play you know are you yeah. having some fun you know what are your motivations for playing the course i mean so it's you know, all the, you know, for the high handicappers, you know, I, I never want to exclude the harder courses because you can go out and have a lot of fun if you're playing certain types of games with your friends exactly. and everything. So there's just something for everybody. It's like TPC, I mean, that's, that's a challenging mm-hmm. course. You know, it is. But it's something I think everybody needs to experience. Get out there and play TPC one time. The course is always in phenomenal shape. And just playing a course that... Is just, it's tour quality. It's, you know, the greens there are some of the fastest greens, I think, that we have on the beach. The most consistently fast greens. Obviously, they're not at the speeds that tour players would be playing them. But there are times during the year that they get pretty darn close. Um, Like the Dustin Johnson Jr. World Championship. They are fast. And then last year, TPC hosted the NCAA um, they were fast, you know. That's the time scheduling play around these tournaments. If you're wanting super fast greens, that's the time to do it.
1: Yeah, it's definitely one you you have to experience it. And mm-hmm. what's Myrtle Beach, you could play TPC one day and it could play totally different mm-hmm. than it plays the next week. Not because of just the speed of the greens, but mm-hmm. conditions, wind right? I mean, right. everything has a factor here right. as far as you get it on a cold day versus a warm day. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's just a total, uh, you got, your experience changes each time you go out.
0: Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. 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 All right. So let's talk about number two, nine must play Myrtle beach golf courses in 2019.
1: So, yeah, this is a great piece that, uh, Ian Guerin puts together each year. Um, and, and they're never overlapped. So we're trying to get, you know, some feedback into some courses. It's like, ah, you know try this one out for this year and a lot of a lot of Ian's um even though the last the last couple years has got courses that have done some major renovations so Mm -hmm. things that you have to experience if you played for example um let's say you played Myrtlewood Palmetto years ago you need to get back and play this year new greens new um you know new bunkers so This is the 2019 list. We have released the 2020 list that's now on Murphy's Golf Trip. Okay. And this always gets some conversation as well through social media. Right. We we put a package together with this group as well. So if you go on, you can read about these courses. You can go on and select these courses within the package. So we try to pair the package with the content piece.
0: So what does the package look like?
1: Um, It'll have all, like, for example, it'll have the nine must plays. Uh, It'll have the nine courses within that package. Mm -hmm. It'll, It'll be listed in basically a booking engine and you get the best pricing on those nine. So you can
0: come and play all nine of these
1: courses? Yes. You can go, obviously you can book all Myrtle Beach golf courses Mm -hmm. on Myrtle Beach golf trips, but to make it a little easier for our consumer, we'll, we'll place them together. You can go to one place, one checkout place and Mm -hmm. say, okay, I want to, I want to play grand dunes and barefoot and you can select them. So we try to make it easier for the consumer to go to our website and say, here's the content piece. Here are the golf courses. See, you can it's so go you guys are
0: so organized. So, That's yeah. why I love MyrtleBeachGolfTrips.com. So, if you're wanting to play these nine courses, you already have a package ready for our listeners. Exactly. That's awesome. Yep.
1: Oh, and you can call and say, "Hey, yeah. I, I looked at your 9 play playlist, mm-hmm. and I want to play these ones." Um, or you can even you can go on our website, fill out a quick quote, and say, "Hey, I want to play." I'm using 2019 as an example. I want a quote on Paulie's Kings North and Tidewater. Mm-hmm. When you know I'm coming down April. You know, 10th, what's the price? And I want tea times around this time. So mm-hmm. it's a good, it's, we try to package these things together. So it makes right. it a little easier for our readers. So. And one
0: thing I love that you guys do is you have the chat system. I'm a chatter. Yep. Like I prefer, like I used to call, but now, yeah. you know, I sit in the comfort of in my home, on my laptop, and then I can just say, Hit the the chat button, and then I can just say, "Hey, I want to play these courses, or this is what I want to do. Can you help me out?" And it's free, and they give you the best deals, and yep. bam, you're done. Like golf vacation booked.
1: I mean, we've become—I uh, would say—as social media grows, we've become—we've become less social. Would you yeah. say that? <laughs> yes. Is that—is that why? Isn't that terrible? I don't want I'm to guilty. Talk to anyone. I just want to do this, even, sp- even though a, a large, obviously a large percentage of our customers are they come year in year out and they want to talk to someone which is great which are always mm-hmm. you know that's number one but it's funny that you say the same way I'm a customer service if you're talking you know uh, I was on my phone had a problem with my cell phone service right. chatted right. you know so it's it's funny because you're you're texting you're chatting on a cell phone about your cell phone service. <laughs> you would just think you'd call, right?
0: I know. That's so, so like, true. Yeah. I've actually done that. I've never yeah. actually thought about it until you just said yeah. it. That's so like, Here's funny. my
1: phone. I don't really need the phone talk feature, but I need the chat
0: feature. I need the chat. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on to number one. Dun dun dun, dun, dun. dun, 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 Drum roll, please. Five most overlooked golf courses.
1: That's a pretty good topic there. Yeah, Fine. and it goes most it goes overlooked. back to the debate that Ian and Chris had, mm-hmm. um, and that was a piece written by Chris King that we released in February. Um, underdogs, that kind of thing. I you love get into the underdogs, the underdogs, yeah. the most overlooked. So it's ones like we talked about at the beginning of the show. It's like what courses don't get talked about? We know about the you know the top five, mm-hmm. always the the glory golf courses who are fantastic to play. But what are some of the ones that doesn't they don't get as much exposure it's like wow I, right. didn't, I didn't even know that existed it's a great great place to play so
0: arcadian um, shores i'm seeing arcadian shores again
1: yeah on the list yeah i mean I, and it, it arcadian shores a great location too it is uh, around a lot of a lot of hotels and i wouldn't say it's central myrtle beach but it's central north
0: yeah it's on that um, northern side
1: yeah it's kind of one of those it's it's hard to call it a hidden gem though because it's not really hidden it's there yeah. but um it is It is often overlooked.
0: Arcadian Shores is the first golf course I ever played in
1: Myrtle Beach. One of my first two. Really? And I actually made a two. The hole that comes up back by the road, part uh-huh. four, yeah. knocked it in in two. So you remember, anytime I drive by, there's like...
0: oh Yeah, so you remember good, stuff like that's that. That's a good
1: memory. Yep. Um, but so, yeah, also on this list, we have Arrowhead. I mean, Raymond Floyd, Tom Jackson design. Mm-hmm. Um you caledonia know, um, that one was chris talked about caledonia polys tpc and true blue that kinda, they overshadow kind of overshadow yeah. some of those ones mm-hmm. some of those layouts on the south end like that's
0: true that is river true. club founders yeah.
1: club litchfield wilbrook they kind of over mm-hmm. those co- courses tend to overshadow and we talked about wilbrook um as being one of the uh underrated golf right. courses in their debate So it tends to get overlooked.
0: Yeah, and Um, and speaking of being overlooked, you know, Polly's Plantation is one of those courses that, like you said, gets a lot of attention. But on the list, Long Bay, and a lot of people don't realize that Long Bay is a Nicholas
1: design. It's amazing, isn't it?
0: Yeah. It's like if you're going down on the south end to play Polly's Plantation, well, on the opposite side of Myrtle Beach, Mm -hmm. on the northern end, you have Long Bay, and that course is amazing
1: The only two I jack love designs. Long Bay it's, it's, it's just it's just up there I mean a lot of people I think yeah. a lot of people choose their lodging to be Myrtle Beach mm-hmm. you know um, hedging to Southern but um, yeah it's it's up there so it doesn't get the, I don't think it gets the exposure that Polly's does no sure. it
0: doesn't I wish it I wish it got more though because it's it, to me that is a hidden gem like no I would, doubt. I would definitely classify that as the hidden gem because it is so far north. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't journey up there, but it's really not that bad of a drive. I mean, if you are if you're staying, your accommodations are in Myrtle Beach, you're probably looking what like about a thirty to thirty five minute drive.
1: It, it, it might even not be that long now with jumping. To, yeah, 31 depending on thirty one to Highway Nine. So. Um,
0: but if you're playing Long Bay, it would make sense to schedule. An afternoon round at Aberdeen. Yep. Since okay. you're up there, so I mean that that would be a great day to say, you know what, I'm going to hit the northern courses and play 36 holes. Play 36. Long Bay first in the morning, get some pictures with the uh, the, the Jack statue yep. in the front. That's always Jack. fun. Yep. And and have a great time there in the morning. Newly renovated clubhouse, and so, then hit Aberdeen. Also newly renovated. We are courses no. are we're just on the up and up. We've had so many um, so, so upgrades, resident renovations. Yeah. This
1: year. Um, long bay i worked there way back in the mid 90s i did and i tell you what it it's a challenge i mean it's it's bring your a game if you're going to play the back tees at long bay it's got you've got small greens Mm -hmm. um it's a golf course uh, nicholas design it opened in 1988 um uh, jack nicholas could hit a two iron high and a cut and you could see a lot of his, you could see a lot of Nicholas kind of maybe design golf courses. Around his game. His game then. Mm -hmm. Courses he may not redesign, Mm -hmm. he wouldn't design. Now it's obviously been soft soft and softened, and if you play the forward tees you can have a good day up there, but the greens are small and a lot of undulation. Oh, so yeah. it's a lot of lot of nice visuals up there.
0: When's the last time you hit
1: a two iron? Oof. <laughs> oh my land! Um, I used to play the gambler with the two iron. Instead of going for the uh-huh. for the island green, I'd hit a two iron straight ahead. And I would hit two iron, six iron, wedge, and I finished that hole more times doing that than hitting wow. on the island green. So, how about you? I Did haven't you had. A,
0: you ever hit a two iron? I hit a two, yeah. I used to have a two two iron like twenty years ago yeah. when I was in college. I don't think I've had a two two iron in my bag. Do
1: people have two irons in their bags anymore. I, yeah,
0: no, I don't. It's been twenty years. It's been twenty years because I switched over to a three hybrid. So yeah. I it kind of replaced my
1: two. But if they make two irons, I obviously. Make two I, irons I think two. they do. Yeah. Hey, the other one on the list I didn't want is Wild Wing. I want to talk about Wild Wing a little oh, bit because yeah. I remember Wildwing. That place was a seventy-two hole facility. I remember that back in the day.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, What's your favorite? What was your favorite course?
1: I liked the Woodstork that was out there, okay. but I did like the That's the Avocet. one that's still out there. Yeah, it's a Larry Nelson design. People love playing Wild Wing Still, it's only, I it's love only eighteen Wild Wing. plus the additional nine holes. Yeah. But it's a it's a nice place to play. Good, oh, good it's golf.
0: yeah, it's great. And one thing great about Wild Wing is there's so much wildlife out there. Like, I mean, to me, if somebody had to ask me, okay, where where are you going to see the most wildlife in the central courses? I would the pick Wild Wing. Wild Wing. I mean, the birds out there because there's not a lot of developed development around the course. Like, there are times you're on the course, you don't see any homes. You're just out there in nature it's beautiful kind of like aberdeen there's some holes that you're out in nature and yep. you just look around and it's just gorgeous
1: you'll see the so gators at aberdeen,
0: you see right? the gators yeah. oh yeah the big old gators out there massive gators but there's so many different types of um birds and uh, bird species out there at wild wing it really is beautiful i would say avocet's my favorite though but i'm i love larry nelson yeah. so
1: i know you are friends with him and his family so mm-hmm. yeah so you know, and, and like I said, Arrowhead's out there, too. And I've been down there long enough that I was there for the grand opening at Arrowhead when Raymond Floyd was there. And I think they've got a Waterway 9, which I think is the newer, the last mm-hmm. 9 that they opened so quite a few years ago. I think that's pretty as well. You talk about Intercoastal Waterway. Oh, yeah. So you've got Arrowhead Country Club right there on yeah. the waterway as well. So,
0: And Arrowhead offers really good deals at cool. times. You know, that's one thing I hear from my students they often tell me, oh, "I'm playing Arrowhead." I hear that a lot. Arrowhead, Arrowhead. So, you know, that's that's a course that I think has pretty good um, specials. You know, in the summer after three, yep. it's it's fairly inexpensive to get and out you go there. Go for and nine, play. right? Yeah, exactly. Get three
1: nine holes. You get out there and just mm-hmm. you play nine holes, or play twenty-seven holes there. So
0: absolutely,
1: yeah. it's yeah. it. You know, we're in a really. It's, it's great to be in Myrtle Beach because we've got so many varieties of mm-hmm. golf courses and there's always something to talk about. And I think, you know, Chris and Ian do a great job in talking about the golf courses and kind of lead people in the right direction and say, Hey, here's a good one for your game. If you like this, if you like this. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think it's exciting that They provide a resource for golfers to go read about Myrtle Beach Golf. Right.
0: And you you can go back and take a look at our list, um, these uh, seven that Nate has compiled of our best stories in 2019. You can find that at MyrtleBeachGolfTrips.com. Go back, scroll down, take a look. You'll you'll find these stories as well as nbn.com, uh, which, like you said, Nate, Ian has a lot of his articles posted there. But this really is um, a great list. This is fun, talking about our best stories of 2019. Anything else you'd like to add?
1: No, it's like I think I want to go dig, dig my two iron out.
0: <laughs> i don't think find i find get that. an airborne though <laughs> we can work on that yeah. we need to work on your game yeah, I know. all right folks so we're just going to wrap up the show because uh nate and i we're going to head out and we're going to go work on his game i think so i hope you've enjoyed it and stay tuned to our next podcast thanks for joining us